to have you with us, Liam. And thank you for uh, being spontaneous with us and sharing with us your story. I have another two hours to bring the word, so we're going to be dismissing here. No, I'm kind of unsure on what to do right now just because we're well, we're well into the day and I don't want to keep you too long, but I guess I'll, I'll do a little intro, maybe kind of give us uh, a teaser, hopefully it turns out that way, uh, but of where we're going, you know, 2019, right around the bend, right? Um, what does that mean? I... I in October, was praying for myself, and um, you know, as a result, oftentimes when I'm praying for myself, I'm also lifting up just the church and in and, and, and the house of prayer, and just I'm always trying to seek God for what it is that He wants to do in our lives, and you know what He wants to do in our body and our fellowship here at Hilltop and Jop. And um, so, about early October, I just started praying. I was like, Lord, what is what should I be? Sensitive to, sensitive to, and aware of in 2019. What things do you want to, you know, uh, put my eyes on? What things do you want to renew, rekindle inside of my heart? And I just felt uh, as though the Lord was uh, talking about new affections. You know, new affections that most likely He wanted to stir within me. But I believe that whatever He does in my heart, He wants to do. For the body of Christ, uh, you know, so I, because I'm a pastor, it only makes sense that uh, the things that uh, God does, he does it in me first so that I can kind of bring it and submit it to you. And I really felt like 2019 would be a year where we would experience together as a church new affections for Jesus. And maybe it's not necessarily new affections. Maybe it's just like uh, defect, affections, not defections, but affections that need to be rekindled or rediscovered, you know, just that God could in some way open our hearts to a deeper sense of love, love for him. And when I say affections, that's only, that's what I mean. I mean, I'm, I'm talking about the first commandment, commandment, ultimately, where Jesus said, you shall love me with all your heart, mind, soul, body, and strength. I don't know, but for as a Christian, you know, for 20-something years, loving the Lord is like, uh, paramount to me. I, I, every year, every month, every week, every day, I, I want to grow and in, in mature in my love for Jesus. I, I want to, to learn how to love him more with my mind, meaning that my thoughts are held captive and they're, they're, they're kind of hedged in by the love of God. You know, I, I want to I know how to... Uh, deep in my affections for the Lord with my heart. I want my heart to be more sensitive and more willing, more flexible to where Jesus wants to put me, place me, and do in my life. These are some things that I so desire, and I so desire for our church. Just, listen, a bigger church would be greater. I mean, I could give you like the, you know a two-point vision of like where we're going in 2019, how we're going to build the kingdom of God, and all this stuff. But for me, true success would not be bigger congregation, bigger churches. It's just be a bigger love in my heart for Jesus. And uh, I don't know, that just seems fitting uh, to kind of pursue the start of 2019. I pray that the Father arrests all of our hearts in this quest of growing our deepening our affections for Jesus. And so ultimately, guys, I feel as though 2019 for us, I can't speak for other churches, but for us, holds great possibilities. 
they hold great uh, potential, great opportunities, I feel as though, lay ahead of us for a church. But I, I do also just want to caution that I only feel as though we'll be actually able to step into that potential as we kind of lean into the Lord and, and allow him to deepen our affections for him more so than anything else. See, I think, I think, I think lovers make great workers. I didn't, uh, I'm coining the um, uh, the phrase, I didn't come up with it, actually Mike Bickle did, and I just stole it from him, but I, I feel as though that the output that we'll do as a ministry, the, the, the kingdom that will advance, and, and, and the level and capacity in which we'll be able to advance that kingdom will only because, be because a deepened love for Jesus. You know, we could put programs out there. We could have a marketing strategy. We could blow up social media. We could have videos and, and, and all these certain things to try to bring more people to the church. But I really feel as though uh, uh, the place where we're going to succeed is that the same thing that was said of John the Baptist would be said of us. That, that there was a man burning in the wilderness, you know? And I, I feel as though God wants to raise this church up as burning ones. No, he doesn't want to set you on fire. That's not what I'm talking about. But spiritually, just awakened, alive, and ready for what God wants to do through and in our lives. Personally, but also corporately. I'm so glad that I don't have to do this church thing alone. You know, I'm so glad that I have you. I'm so glad that I have my wife. I'm so glad that we have Liam. I'm so glad that we have each other, that we're not just doing kingdom business alone and you know, unto ourselves. It really does, in a sense, um, really broaden the potential of our church. It really does. It, it, it kind of broadens the potential in the sense that we can reach more people with more people. But all of that is empty. It's empty unless our own hearts have been arrested by Jesus in a deeper way. And I feel like that's what 2019 holds within its year for us as a church. I do. I feel like, I feel like Jesus is going to lead us into a season where we're just falling in love with him. Where, where obedience is easy, you know. Saying yes to him, saying yes to his will is a pleasure, it's a delight. Actually, we look for opportunities to say yes. I believe that this is what 2019 holds for us. But I also believe that great fruit will be produced out of this church and out of this ministry if we can just lean into being stirred in our hearts with a deeper love for Jesus. You know, we don't want to work out of obligation. We don't want to even advance the kingdom just because we're commanded to. We want to do it because of love, right? We want to do it because of a, 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 a strong feeling of the love of God in our hearts. And then, and then also a love for him. You see, what the outcome of actually obeying the first commandment brings in our lives is the second. Both are equally important. To Jesus, but all good work, fruitful work, comes out of the place of love. That's why we have the second, even as important as the first commandment, uh, thou shall love thy neighbor as you love yourself. And so Jesus knows that in order to love others, we first have to love him. See, my love is imperfect. It's, it's, I, can't, I can't even begin to love you and to love the people of the world 
like Jesus did without the love of God ruling and supreme in my heart. And so in order to spread a gospel that just is an intellectual, but that touches the heart, I got to love. That's why Jesus says they will know you are Christians by what? Your love, not your flashy little business cards, not your two point message and your theological understanding of the end times. It's by love that others will know and be invited into the kingdom of God. So church, we have a responsibility in 2019 to grow in this love, to grow in the love of God, love for God, in the love of God for us, and then we go outward. We start loving the world, loving those in the world. I'm not saying love the world, that's crazy, but I'm saying we, we, we start to really impact culture Not because we're bright. Not because we pronounce words right. Not not because our music is decent, but because our love is real, it's sincere, and it's something that we're experiencing from God. It's not something that we're just like pulling out of the sky. It's something that we're, we're, we're experiencing with God. He's loving us. We're loving him. So the only outcome of that is to love others. So I just want to bring us back to the basics in this last 10 minutes that I have so I don't hold you guys against your time and you come back next Sunday. But I don't want to squander a moment of 2019, really. I don't want to waste one day. I want to, I want to lay hold of God. I want to understand his love for me in return I want to love him deeper than I've ever loved him before guys we all know what it's like to love somebody don't you know I know sometimes we treat like love for God as like some pie in the sky kind of idea like how could I man God is more real than the air you breathe David the psalmist said God your love is better than life And I happen to believe that if David can experience a love that's supernatural, that has him at the end of the day saying, it is better than life, oh, we have barely touched the surface, friends. Some of us love our lives all too much. (laughs) But I want to get to that place. I want to get to that place where I know, I know without a doubt, I'm pressing in to deepening my affections for Jesus Meaning my mind is in love, my heart is smitten, my my actions, my behavior, it it just all flows out of a deep sense of love and regard for Jesus. That's really the place in where God's commandments become not burdensome, but they can become a joy. God is a commander. He is the al-commander-in-chief. I know we all think that President Trump is. Some of you wish that President Trump wasn't. But he, God above him is our commander. And the only way in which we will love his commands is if we love him. And we can come to the place of hopefully by the grace of God saying, Father, your love is better than life. Could you imagine? Could you imagine? I, I, can, I can say those words right now, but I know it's not true. I love my life. I love my house. I love my family. I love the comfort. I, I just love my life. I love my car. I love drive. It's weird. I drive in it. I lose myself in my thing. I just love that little space and time that I have in my car when my son's not 
biting my ankles and looking to do something. He doesn't really bite my ankles, but it sometimes feels like that. Um, but, I, but I love my life, but I want to get to the place where I, I don't necessarily hold my life in high regard over that in which Jesus wants to do through me and in me. And so I want us in 2019 to head off in a direction where we do not squander a moment and growing, growing, excuse me, and deepening our love for Jesus. And again, I'm not talking about an intimate sexual thing. I am talking about an obedience. I am talking about a mind that is surrendered, a, a strength that is given over to the ways of God, a, um, a body who's just surrendered and, and willing and obedient to do that in which the Lord has called them to do. That's all I'm talking about. It's growing in the first commandment. It's, it's, it's maturing. My love, I want my love to mature this year. I want it to deepen for many reasons. Some more personal than others. I mean, honestly, I'm just going to hold there. We are going to launch out um, next Sunday uh, with a new series called A New Year with New Affections. Appropriately titled, we're going to dive into the Bible. And we're going to look at uh, what it means to either deepen our affections for Jesus what it means to rekindle our affections for Jesus, or what it is to find again. Because you know, it's easy to lose your heart and your love for Jesus. I mean, you look at the book of Revelations, it's all about Jesus speaking to the seven churches and saying, hey, listen, you, are, you have drifted far from me. And your love needs to be rekindled. And so we're gonna look at this the next couple of Sundays together and I imagine that the fruit of this series, I'm hoping, is going to be great in our church because I believe that the outcome of a deepened, rekindled love is a world that actually can see Jesus, turn to him, and serve him. Father, I thank you for this group of people. I thank you for the moments that we get to share. I thank you, Lord, that we can be flexible when we have friends in our church, Lord, that we don't have to be so rigid but God, we can give in to the moments and cherish them together around your presence and especially around one another. Lord, we celebrate what you're doing in Liam's life. Lord, we ask that he would be the first of many. God, let his life be that which represents what you want to do in Cambridge, Lord. We're young atheists who are maybe angry and hostile towards you, Father. Turn in a moment just because of love and in a short time go into the missions field. Father, I pray, Lord, that he would be the first fruits of many young men and women who would do the same. Father, we bless this people. Father, we ask, God, that you would keep us this week, that you would give us opportunities, Lord, to share the gospel, to be bold with our faith, and to be bold with our love. Father, I pray, God, that you would knit our hearts together relationally as a family. And Father, as we leave this place, Lord, cause your presence to go with us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Listen, hey church, we know that there's a lot of new people here. 